Hey, it's Meg and Daisy and welcome to the Craftinoon podcast, a podcast about journaling, creativity and everything in between. So today we're going to do a Q&A. We thought it would be fun to answer some of your guys' questions about all sorts of different things, really. So we've kind of split these up into different topics. Um, there were a few questions that were kind of a bit similar, so we've grouped them together, but we've got a really interesting mix of questions. So we will just dive straight in to the first section, which is all about journal habits. So Daisy, the first question that we have got is, do you journal every day? Absolutely not. I do not. I wish in in some way that I could, but I just can't. And also the time, like where I'm at in my life right now, it's there's just no no time for it really to do it every single day I feel like I don't do a full journal page every day but I'll do like bits and pieces but I'll do like maybe half a page or like a little bit but I don't put the pressure on myself to do it every day because I feel like that can get really stressful and then if you've like skipped a day or something then you just sort of feel bad and then you're catching up and then it just doesn't become enjoyable which is obviously not what it's supposed to be um I do like the idea of journaling every day Uh, and I was actually um on Instagram the other day where I think Wendy Solganic had a post on her Instagram she's um at willa.wonders I think and she was talking all about the whole like pressure on like making art every day and like if you don't then you kind of feel like bad about it and the whole like having something to post if you're like sharing your journals and stuff online and kind of that cycle of the algorithm and the the whole just messaging around like you should be journaling every day you should have a daily creative art practice and that if you don't then somehow you're not like a journaler or an artist or something and I thought that was a really interesting discussion because for a lot of people like it's not realistic to journal every day or to do whatever your creative hobby is every day there are other things in your life going on you might just have another hobby that you want to do maybe like I just want to sit and crochet or something or you might want to like I don't know play animal crossing or something yeah exactly (laughs) and I feel like you shouldn't feel bad for wanting to do that like you still you're not less of a journaler if you're not journaling every single day but I do like the idea of documenting but I don't think that has to be done necessarily every day does that make sense yeah I think the the Instagram part is it it creates like this pressure in the community obviously everyone's posting pretty much every day like there's new stuff on your feed all the time but a lot of people won't necessarily be doing the creative thing every day they might do a creative thing and take multiple photos or do multiple creative things at the weekend and just kind of like plan out photos for the week and stuff and a lot of the time that's not necessarily like not that they should have to disclose it but like it's not said in the post so people just assume that people are just creating every single day but a lot of people obviously don't like people have jobs people will have nine to fives and stuff everyone has a different routine when it comes to their week and much like how you won't be 
creating and journaling every single day because you know you're you're out of the office or you know you're doing different things I've got like my office is like my creative space is my work so I don't really want to be doing journaling stuff in evenings because I want to remove myself from there so it's like I don't know there's just Instagram definitely adds adds the pressure I think that's quite interesting because when you're consuming content online especially in the journal space there are people that are just like dedicated journal content creators like journaling is their job which is great but you I think you have to bear that in mind that obviously they are creating content to be shared so kind of the journaling is the work and even with you like your your job is more creative so like you'll have more stuff to share that's creative because you're doing it for work whereas someone that like you know is working like don't know like all different shifts or like nine to five or whatever that might not have the space for that it's kind of like an extra at the end of the day yeah Uh, so it's completely different and I think I think you have to be mindful of that of you know people do share just obviously the stuff that they create for themselves but then you know there are people sharing it because it is their job I feel like people are more mindful now of the fact that people aren't sharing everything the whole posting or creating just to have something to post that's a trap I try not to fall into is to just like oh I need to create this journal page so that I have something to post on my Instagram or even just like the pressure of like need to do this many journal pages because then I've got YouTube content or like I don't know I just think it's that's where that's where I struggle with it yeah and it's the YouTube stuff it's really weird I think because like it's great don't get me wrong that we've got like a really creative community and we can share all these different things but to a degree this hobby is very personal and um you know there are people that probably like hold back maybe on what they're putting in their journal or how they're uh, expressing themselves because it's constantly thinking through that filter of well this is going to be on social media I don't want this on social media or it should be like in this way for likes or so that people will like it like it's on trend or whatever or you know I should be journaling every day because then I'll have something to post on my Instagram every day because people are expecting that from me so yeah I think it's really interesting with journaling really because on the one hand it is really great that we've got this space to share in this community but then also it's very personal at the end of the day like at its core Mm. kind of just diaries really and you know I think that's quite it's quite personal so it's it's a bit odd really that there's that pressure of like you must kind of churn out this stuff every day I think it's different because a lot of like other creators or whatever if you're thinking say the gaming community for example they're creating content for entertainment whereas journaling and stuff it's more for like inspiration and I suppose showing a bit of a a journey a life insight kind of thing so yeah like you have to be a bit a bit conscious of that when you're sharing stuff and creating stuff so you don't get the kind of swept up in the I need something to post I need something to post and then you end up creating something just because you want to post it but the same sort of vein of that having it for 
a job <laughs> I like I have to somewhat schedule things and I do have to think a bit more tactically about the content that I'm creating and putting out there how do you deal with that then as like creating but then also knowing that it's your job like that balance between between the two <laughs> I mean recently like the past year I've had a bit of a issue with it I've struggled with it just I've kind of gone into that headspace of like I don't really fancy creating anything this week but I kind of need to bit like get a video up and then not wanting to put a video up because I don't feel like filming it like I don't want to sit down and have to film it because I'm not actually in the like headspace to do it I changed a bit of my content to studio vlogs and stuff over this past year because that was a bit more natural less pressure I didn't have to like create extra content on top of the stuff I was doing for like Patreon and stuff um, I just kind of filmed the process of doing that it gave me you know some videos and stuff where they weren't forced they weren't you know me sitting down just to make a video it was you know just filming what I was getting on up to during the work day I think I'm getting back on track with the creating because I want to create but it's yeah it's a bit of I, a I noticed with your journey. journal pages as well because I think you posted one about Edinburgh and obviously that yeah. was back in was that pre-pandemic yeah 2019 2019 yeah so do you prefer to journal like after the <laughs> event then rather than in like real time like have you done um, any journaling for 2021 or even 2020 no absolutely none this is something that I've kind of just had to accept I think if I had a choice I would prefer to journal in the moment when the thing happens and when the feelings and stuff are fresh the breakup that I went through in 2019 I didn't I hadn't documented or journaled any of 2018 on the run-up to that and then we broke up I moved and I just felt very different about things that had happened in 2018 so if I had documented them in 2018 I think I would have had I would have written different things compared to what I would write now because I still haven't documented it <laughs> because I didn't want to I wanted to wait until I was past like the breakup stage so I didn't have any like sour feelings or whatever when I was looking back on the good times but yeah I think that's the sort of thing though where if you can it is kind of better to document little moments in the moment but yeah with everything that's happened and with how far behind I've got it's just it's not doable anymore to do it in the moment I am trying to catch up and I am gradually getting there. I'm almost at the end of 2019 now and 2020 didn't really do all that much. I've not really got a ton of photos from there. The photos always, for me, trigger the memories. So as long as I have the photos, I'll be able to remember what I did on that day just fine. So yeah, that's that's my priority is printing off photos and getting them like ready in a little drawer to journal. So I have a stack, like a little old wedge or photos that still need to be documented and put in my journal I'm a late journal <laughs> like a journal after the fact very late though for me I do real-time journaling if you will so for you is it more like the scrapbooking side of it in terms of memory keeping yeah I'm definitely more because I know that you obviously do your, your junk journals and stuff which are I suppose more on like the art journaling side of yeah. things where you're kind of doing it for the process and how you're feeling at the time or there might be something that's like a quote or something that you want to document yeah. whereas mine definitely is more documenting 
life and photos and what I've got up to and stuff I do have like I have an art journal I have a gratitude journal not used the gratitude journal in a while (laughs) probably should but yeah the art journal is is probably closest to the type of journaling that you do where I, I journal in there for the process there might be I don't know something that's on my mind or something that I just want to capture in a word or a quote or just an arty page yeah because like my junk journals are they're not like traditional journals it's more kind of just creative space I guess and just playing with like paper or paints or any like ephemera I've got it's more yeah that like abstract decorative journal rather than like here's me documenting like a day out or something and it's a lot different and then I have like a more personal journal that I don't share there is another conversation about the fact that it's almost (laughs) like an off-camera journal because I don't want everything that I'm doing and journaling to all be shared like it's quite nice to have like a journal where I know I don't need to share it so there's almost like that the pressure is off and I can I mean I can do whatever I want in my journal anyway but knowing that it's not going anywhere I can do whatever I want in that journal so I can yeah. keep, keep that separate um and I do a lot of writing in that as well because I don't like to share because a lot of people ask me like you know well where do you do the writing in this journal like there's not room for writing or like I don't see any writing in your journal pages because people will read it like I know a lot of people yeah. won't a lot of people won't um you know there aren't but there are the odd people like will zoom in and read it and yeah I don't feel comfortable sharing that because I know that it will be read you know you'll either get questions about it or it might even be something that like it's very trivial but I just don't want it out on the internet do you know what I mean I don't just want to share like that stuff and like I know some people do share theirs and like that's fine but I think it's just what I'm comfortable with is I will share like before the pen and like all the decoration side of it and I feel like that's what the creative community kind of focuses on more it's kind of that's what people take from it like they they take the inspiration the ideas the how they lay out that in their yeah yeah, in their journals so I don't think there's like a need to share the written part but yeah some people do and that's fine but I'm the same as you I, I leave the writing until off camera off anywhere I think the only place I share the writing is in like flip through videos of like when I finished a journal completely I share a flip through obviously I've done all the writing then but I do make sure that a lot of the stuff in that journal it's very like I don't know surface level stuff like I don't go into like crazy details on the day it's writing the memories how I felt on that day and any little thing that I want to remember and if there's something that I particularly don't want to share and I've written it in there I'll put a sticky note over it or something because I can (laughs) yeah or you can like blur it out or something if you just want to share like the page but not the actual writing on it yeah yeah Yeah. that's an option um so another question that we had what part of the day do you journal so when when does the inspiration to journal spark for you see this changes because it changes depending on my routine when I lived up north I had much more time in the evenings so a lot of the time I found myself doing 
work stuff during the day and then I would do my own sort of journaling in the evenings and mornings were more of like just doing jobs like walking the dog going to town post office stuff like that whereas now I have I feel like I have less time there's just more people in the house there's more noises there's less time to I don't know sit down like focus work so I tend to do that in the mornings and then afternoons I just kind of get a bit more chill like I do chilled work shall we say which that tends to be if I fancy doing a journaling session or I fancy doing not filmed work not intense editing work or whatever that will be in the afternoon and then evenings I switch off from creative stuff and I tend to just play games or watch films and stuff like that so I do enjoy late evening journaling sessions still if I get the chance but I'm more likely to be doing it in like afternoon sort of times how about you you've got a job job yeah (laughs) my journaling has to work around that so yeah kind of evenings or like weekends are typically when I do most of my journaling I tried for a bit to do like morning pages I don't like getting up even earlier to do those so I've stopped doing those they are very good for clearing (laughs) your head understandable so they might just be kind of whenever pages because it's nice to just do that stream of conscious journaling to kind of get the thoughts out but yeah I, I I would say mostly in the evenings for sure so the next question that we had was how many journals do you have can I answer probably too many (laughs) (laughs) I think it's different right because you've got journals which are like completed are we talking those ones or are we talking journals that are yet to be completed slash journal covers kind of thing because completed journals I think I'm on to my fifth or sixth maybe traveler's notebook standard sized insert but then I've got loads of like I don't know half finished ones and ones that I did before then that weren't quite the style that I'm doing now so I have a lot of finished completed ones and half completed ones but then when it comes to actual like journal covers it's like TN covers empty notebooks <laughs> empty smash books things like that I probably have more empties than I do finished but you know that's I don't think that's an uncommon thing in this community I haven't counted how many journals I've finished but I've got them in a box so at a guess maybe 20 but that's like all different like shapes and sizes some of them are junk journals some of them are just like more plain like moleskin ones when I used to do those some of them are like a6 size some of them are a5 all different because I feel like I'm always chopping and changing into different formats and stuff because it's quite interesting to just have different papers or like the layouts you can do on different sizes and I don't really have that many like empties I have like covers that I will switch out of and stuff but not so much the empties And then in terms of journals, like on the go, I have like my personal, more written journal, uh, my junk journal, my altered book that I'm working on at the moment, which I guess classes as a journal as well. I'm just doing that um, on YouTube. It's like a project. And I think that's it. I think I only have three on the go. Well, I have like a sketchbook, but that's not, does that class as a journal? 
I'm not sure. So maybe four if you. I feel like it does. It's like a kind of sketchbook art journal. You just play around with it. Yeah, there's no works of art going on in there, but it's just like a kind of like a warm up space almost before doing anything else like creative that I'm doing. So, so yeah, I've got four. How about you? How many have you got on the go at the moment? I have my smash book, which I'm kind of on a bit of a pause with because I need to sort through all of the stuff I've collected (laughs) to put in there. I've got my creative journal, my art journal my tiny tn i forgot about my tiny tn i have a tiny <laughs> tn too <laughs> i think that's it like journal wise i think that's i did a video recently about it but i think i included my planners as well that's a nice segue into the next question because we've got asked do you keep a planner and if so which one you're the wow. planner queen here not me <laughs> because i can go first very quickly and say no i do not keep a planner yes i should probably keep a planner I just keep to-do lists and do you know there's like day view pads um yeah I have those so I'll keep like appointments and stuff on my phone it does change like as you go through different routines in your life like you, you it your need for how you organize things changes I have a lot of planners <laughs> <laughs> but they're not all in use I do enjoy collecting them like I've been buying planners since 2014 or something 2013 I can't remember now quite a few years I've tried pretty much every kind of planner (laughs) that there is out there I did start in like ringed planners like the classic filofax type planners um and I still have a lot of that style of planner but I just don't really use them anymore I have one that I use for organizing patreon which isn't a daily thing it's just got like checklists and ideas and things I need to remember in there so it's more of just a reference sort of planner but in terms of like daily planning I was using a passion planner this year and then I stopped using it (laughs) and now I'm on to kind of to-do list I have a daily planner to-do list that I've been using which has been quite handy and I've also been using my calendar app on my laptop and my phone, which has pretty much been my main daily planner. And it's the first time I've used like a digital planner as well, but it's been going well. And I, at the moment, <laughs> I'm enjoying it and it's keeping me on track. Uh, whether that will change or not is another matter. It's nice to get the reminders though on your phone. Yes, because it's like because planner, like it's great, but you've got to you've got to check it. Whereas, like, yes, I can put something in my phone for like a month's time, and then it'll come up on the day like reminder, you've got this, and then I know then. Yeah. So it's and like every I time I log in, about it. it's there, like on my yeah. like my laptop to start work, and it just goes ding, and it shows me my little to do list for just today, straight in my face, so I I can check things off if I've forgotten. But I do I do understand still which is why I still use somewhat of a written planner, even though it's like a to-do list type planner. Writing things down kind of helps to solidify them in my head a bit. And I think that's why I've always enjoyed using paper planners as well, is the sitting down and taking time to think about what I need to do. I've never really been a massively decorative planner. I'm much more of a like, basically the complete opposite to my journal style. (laughs) Because I was going to say, that's quite a big thing, isn't it? To have like a planner almost be your hobby because you like, you decorate it, you get like the sticker kits and 
all the like mm-hmm. paraphernalia that goes with all the different planners so it almost becomes its own little like hobby just doing the planning yeah which is I quite think interesting that's, that's some people will I know a lot of people who plan and journal but I think for a lot of people the the decorative and sitting down to decorate things that's the equivalent sort of feeling as we get with journaling where it's like you take time to sit down do something fun that you enjoy make a pretty page stuff like that like some people that's what planning is for them which I completely understand and I get why people do this the sticker kits and all of that sort of stuff I've just never yeah I've never really decorated I have tried it like I've tried decorating things but I just couldn't keep up with it and then yeah I've tried bullet journaling because obviously that's a massive space where it's like very heavy on the decorating of stuff and I just Mm. found that like I don't know I was spending so much time like decorating my bullet journal and less time like actually doing what I was planning to do that it was almost like counterproductive for me it's great to obviously sit down and do a decorative page and things like that but then I'm like oh that's like half an hour that I could have been like doing this task that I'm writing down that I need to do so that's kind of why I stopped that it just like it just wasn't working for me and it's all like you said about like you know what you need from a planner and different like seasons in your life and things like that you know if you're like extremely busy then obviously just like a very minimalist you know even like a digital option is probably best for you but if you if you enjoy decorating it and all the frills and stuff and all the different covers like then I don't think there's anything wrong with that either whatever works for you when it comes down to being in a planner or a journal for a set amount of time I feel like there is a kind of pressure to do it especially with planners because there's you know a lot of planners are a year long so there's kind of like this underlying commitment to it but I as I've got older and things have changed around in my life I've realized that really and I mean the same goes for journaling as well if you're not enjoying using it or it's not working for you change it up like that's that's the fun of it like that's the freedom of being a creative and having it as a hobby like having planning as a hobby and having journaling as a hobby is trying new things and yeah I don't see anything wrong with changing a planner halfway through the year I did see an interesting thing recently I can't remember I'll have to try and find like a link or something if I can and leave it in the show notes but the person was basically saying that you know switching up kind of like your planner system and things like that to try and find this like planner piece that I hear of like sometimes it's worth thinking about like is the issue the planner or is the issue your kind of mindset on doing tasks like are things Mm. not getting done because you don't have the right planner system which it might be or is it because once you've planned the tasks you don't then do the tasks you don't kind of have the I don't know like the the discipline or do you know what I mean like it's all well and good planning out like you've got to I don't know do a bunch of cleaning or something but if you're not then gonna do the cleaning then you know is is that your planner or is that just something else and I think that's sometimes worth considering because then that's you know maybe another issue that you might need to look at I don't want to sound mean but you know what I mean I feel like there's probably a limit there's a limit to kind of like blaming your 
planner versus blaming maybe your system like are you putting too much on your to-do list for example like are you not getting things done because you're putting way too many things on your list are you putting the right things on your list you know are you just doing like the little quick ticks rather than you know something that is going to move you forward for example if you're working on a project you know there's all little like bits that you can do and you might feel productive ticking them off your to-do list but are they actually going to be like helpful for you so that's kind of what I've found is when I do my to-do list it's I'll kind of pick like usually like three things that I want to get done that day and it kind of sounds like not a lot because it sounds great to be like oh I put like 10 things on my to-do list and take them all off but if they were like really tiny things like I don't know like it's great that you've got them done but if you focus more on just kind of like these three core things that I need to do and also giving them like whether it's like a time frame like you're going to work on something for an hour or you're going to write x amount of words something like that rather than just like like for you for example with your printables rather than like just like work on printables you might be like design one sheet or I don't know edit the formatting of it or something you know something more specific yeah um I think that's something worth looking at rather than just like oh I just need to buy another planner because it's very easy to it's like journaling supplies it's very easy to just be like oh just buy a journal and everything will be fine but like you know actually look at like what you're putting in the planner I think that was kind of my issue I think when I was trying to do planning and so I found that like yeah I just use like to-do lists and like these day view pads but the things that I put on them work for me and that's just how I've kind of found my group with things I put the reminders on my phone things like that so but yeah like I said the dec- you know the decorative system as long as it works for you I think that's the main thing there's no reason why you can't have a really pretty decorative planner and also get things done that's not what I'm saying but I think if you're kind of constantly switching your planners like yes it can be a hobby but then also if you're switching and worried that you're not doing like you're not getting things done then something that's something to consider I think and I'll get off my soapbox now (laughs) I know (laughs) but this is the exact reason especially over the past year where I've kind of gone okay I'm not sticking with this planning system and every time I find a new planning system I'm like yes this is it I feel the motivation to use it I'm going to use this for x amount of time and it's going to be great and I'm going to be on track and then a couple months down the line I'm just like oh I'm not really using it it's not really doing it for me anymore I'm not really getting things done I'm back to just scribbling things down so I don't forget them I think I've I've come to realize that planning is as much as it's like a hobby it's more of a practical hobby so journaling you know you journal for yourself that's just kind of a hobby you do it it's not really helping you in a a practical day-to-day thing therapy maybe like it's the type of therapies that maybe it you know, covers that sort of thing but in terms of planning it has to work in some way or another for you to be able to continue on with it but I have realized that everyone's brains work so differently so I can understand why people flip-flop between planners and stuff having a to-do list for me is great but if it gets too long I get overwhelmed and then I just don't look at it so I have 
to have a second <laughs> to-do list or some sort of list you to... do like a brain dump because I do that a lot if there's like loads going on I'm just like right I'm gonna write down everything that I can possibly think of yeah. that I've got to do regardless and then I can kind of sort it out once it's on the paper yes yes so like I have a brain dump journal which is just kind of like a you know dump my brain like when I'm feeling down when I'm feeling sad that's that's literal brain dump and then I have like my kind of planning brain dump system where it's like I have the long to-do list with everything on it and then I have to go through and somewhat organize it which I think is something I found with digital planning to be a lot easier because I can put all of the things like I have the whole month laid out in front of me and if things change around or if something gets cancelled one of the things for me in paper planning was I hated crossing things out if something needed to change having the scribble having the mess I just really didn't like it and it just put me off looking at the page so yeah having the digital planning means that I it's never messy it's always easy to read it just looks nicer with having a to-do list I feel like there's there's two kinds of people where you have the people who will tick things off and the people who will scribble things off (laughs) and those two things really show that everyone has a different way of being able to stay on track with things because if I was to tick things off on my to-do list I just simply would not be able to use my to-do list I need them scribbled out gone solid lines so I don't accidentally read them or stuff like that and when I realized that there's like this whole people who prefer tick boxes versus people who prefer scribbling out I was like aha okay people's brains work very differently no wonder everyone's flip-flopping between different planners like there's definitely a planning system out there for everyone but not in my opinion not long-term thing I feel like unless your life is very set in a routine and hasn't changed much over the years which I think is probably a rare thing (laughs) a lot of people's lives are more um, all over the place than that but unless you have that like stability I feel like you kind of have to change things up with planning systems and adapt to what you need in the time and there shouldn't be any any issues with doing that there's very much this plan a piece goal but I think you can have different plan a pieces for different moments in your life that makes yeah sense. that makes sense yeah and I think as well there's probably the added pressure of like when there's I don't know like a new planner or like a new trend but it's not going to be for everybody but everybody wants to try it and then that probably leads to more frustration because you're like oh why don't I like this and it's like probably because it doesn't work with the way your brain works you much prefer this system mm-hmm. however this system isn't trendy this system is like you know really old or whatever like no one's using that in the planning community but if that's what works for you at this moment you know maybe two years down the line you might find yourself in a situation where this snazzy new planner system is suddenly perfect for your life but yeah like you said I think it's okay for it not to be right for you and kind of to accept accept that I think once you've found your like core planning system as well, like you have the people who like ringed planners, people who like bound planners, people who like bullet journaling. Once you found like those core, the core planning system that's working for you at the moment, that's when like the trends and stuff are a lot easier to kind of hop on. It's like a ringed planner. If you have the pages inside 
working for you you can change the cover like a new cover will come out and you can just be like yeah I'm gonna grab that because it's like the new thing to have there's the fun of having like making the the planner like brand new but it's not actually changing the the core planning system and the same with like bullet journaling and stuff like there's there's so many more options nowadays and that was our really long answer to do you keep a planner I love that (laughs) such a long answer Thank you so much for listening to the Craft Noon podcast and we will be back next time for part two with even more questions. If you've got any questions or want to let us know what you thought of the episode, you can find and follow us over on Instagram and YouTube at Migraine Cow and at Meg Journals.